Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, out of the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. And now, let's check out some of the highlights from Volume 25, Issue 18, dated May 2nd. From our feature page, Hobby Farms Under Scrutiny. Some Deschutes County residents are crying foul on hobby farmers receiving tax breaks reserved for commercial farmers. By Peter Madsen. The rolling hills of Deschutes County are peppered with tiny ranch-style homes. Many of them feature small barns and fenced postage stamp yards that hold an assortment of alpacas, chickens, or pigs. These hobby farms, which afford a rural lifestyle but not a primary source of income, often explain the appeal of living outside of city limits in Deschutes County. But a whistleblower's claim that hobby farmers' residents are illegally receiving significant tax breaks reserved for commercial farmers starts to cast this pastoral landscape in a cynical light. At a Deschutes County Board of Commissioners meeting on March 20th, Tumalo resident and hemp farmer Jan Olson made the case that many rural Deschutes County residents are committing massive mortgage fraud while simultaneously depriving the county of millions in deferred tax dollars. Olson contends that individuals with residential mortgages are illegally benefiting from the statewide farm deferral program meant to help out farmers. Olson, along with restaurant owner Ed Barbeau, asserted that not only is Deschutes County being taken advantage of, but mortgage investors are being defrauded as well. The pair's implications are sweeping. In exploiting a program meant to give farmers a leg up, many Deschutes County residents are violating the terms of their mortgages. If the mortgage owners called the notes on those mortgages, the ripple through the local economy could be seismic. But does this scary talk add up? A review of county and mortgage title data revealed that an estimated 1,000 Deschutes County residents are either in violation of the terms of their residential mortgages because they're commercially farming, or they're in keeping with their residential mortgages but telling the state they're commercially farming so they can receive property tax deferrals. In checking on it with federal mortgage authorities and the State Department of Revenue, it seems the problem is real. There's a lot more to the story, so be sure to check out the full story on our website, bensource.com. From the news page, Day of Action includes walkouts, student marches. On May 8th, teachers and students across Oregon are coming together to advocate for school funding. By Chris Miller. Some school districts in Oregon are canceling school on May 8th to coincide with the Oregon Education Association's Day of Action, a demonstration aimed at what school leaders call the state's decades-long failure to provide funding for kindergarten through high school education. Ben Lapine schools are staying open, according to the district, which said its teachers and staff have opted to keep the schools open to ensure students can receive the safe learning environments they deserve and to limit financial impacts to our families and local businesses. Instead of teacher walkouts, the district will host after-school rallies where families are invited to join district staff and teachers for music, inspiration, and camaraderie in support of education. The Ben March for Students begins at 2.45 p.m. People can gather at either Troy Field or across Bond Street on the Education Center lawn. The rally is scheduled to start at 3.15 and end at 3.45 p.m. The march is set to begin through downtown. The event should end about 4.30, according to Ben Lapine Schools, 
Special events are also planned in Lapine and Redmond. From Chow, our food section, a waterhole with something for everyone. Redmond gets another family-friendly food truck lot by Lisa Side. A few years ago, Dick Robertson met some friends at Crux Fermentation Project. People were hanging out, picnicking, and drinking on the lawn, enjoying themselves. Robertson had some property in Redmond and thought he could do something similar there. Then, when the bite opened with success in Tumalo, he knew he had to open General Duffy's Waterhole. Prior to developing his tap house food truck concept, Robertson was a stockbroker, invested in real estate, and ran Coho Coffee House. The coffee shop is a local gem in Redmond, named after Robertson's love of salmon fishing. He recently sold it to focus on General Duffy's, which opened at the end of March. The property has a 60-seat tap house with window-pane garage doors, 20 taps including kid-friendly root beer, a patio with rows of picnic tables, plenty of Adirondack chairs, and five food carts. The carts offer an eclectic mix of fare, so there's something for everyone. That means you can visit with your gluten-free friend, vegan buddy, paleo pal, or youngster. For more on these stories and more, pick up this week's copy of The Source Weekly for free or visit bensource.com. And don't forget to sign up for the Cascades Reader along with a link to this podcast. We'll see you back next week for another edition of the Source Weekly Update. I'm Sam Scholl.